Hey everyone, welcome to Sanctuary Daily. It is great to be with you. My name is Andrew. Uh, it is a beautiful Wednesday, at least beautiful where I am, Wednesday morning recording this, and uh, I just hope you're doing well. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. I have invited some very old and very dead friends to join me, uh, and what I want to do is just create a short reflection for us this morning uh, that might help us rest in the Father's love, rest in the Father's arms. I believe it was Dallas Willard who said, familiarity breeds unfamiliarity or familiarity breeds contempt. It's this idea that when you get so close to a concept, something like God's love that you maybe say all the time, and yeah, I'm loved by God, or uh, the, the idea that uh, God's holy. And, and then I were to ask you, like, what does it mean to be loved by God? Or what does it mean that God's holy? Um, we so often are so close to a concept or we rehearse a concept so much, we're so familiar with it that actually we somehow become unfamiliar with its power, with all that's going on right below the surface, with the beauty of it. We can even lose sight of what it is in, its, uh, in our closeness to it. And so what I want to do by bringing in some other voices throughout history, um, and I'm going like, to cue the music here, and uh, is to just to create a moment for us to be still and to just soak in what people have said about the Father's love. So if, uh, if you can get into a comfortable place, maybe you're um, able to find just a quiet corner of the house or to go for a walk, or maybe you're already out running or you take a drive. I know some people take drives and listen to this just for a few minutes. Just to encourage you in whatever way you can, um, you can quiet your soul and quiet your mind here. Um, and let's just jump in. The writer John says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we, that you, should be called children of God. And that is what we are. He goes on to say, and so we know and rely on the love that God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. He says, we love because he first loved us. God wants to speak to us more than we want to listen. He is a God of love, and love longs to communicate. Tozer reminds us that the love of Christ both wounds and heals. It fascinates and frightens. It kills and makes alive. It draws and even repulses. There can be nothing more terrible or wonderful than to be stricken with the love for God so deeply that while the whole being goes out in a pained adoration of his person, an adoration that disturbs and disconcerts while it purges and satisfies and relaxes the deep inner heart.
Henry Nouwen speaks of the love of God like this. He says, but what I would like to say is that the spiritual life is a life in which you gradually learn to listen to a voice that says something else, that says, you are the beloved and on you my favor rests. I want you to hear that voice. It's not a very loud voice because it is an intimate one comes from a very deep place. It's soft and gentle. He writes, I want you to gradually hear that voice. We both have to hear that voice and to claim for ourselves that voice speaks the truth, tells us who we are. That is where the spiritual life starts, by claiming the voice that calls us the beloved. J. Deere says, I want passionate feelings to characterize my relationship with the Lord Jesus. Of course, I want to be obedient to the Lord, but I want the obedience to spring out of a passionate love for him. I want to obey Jesus, not simply out of discipline of duty or because of some reward or fear of punishment. I want to serve him simply for the joy of being able to please the one I love so much. If discipline is what ultimately drives us in our pursuit of Jesus, eventually we will give up that pursuit But a person in love, a man in love or a woman in love will never quit. I want my life to be characterized by an unrestrained affection for the Son of God. Andrew Murray writes, we have unbroken fellowship with him. A father never sends his child away with the thought that he does not care about his child, knowing that he loves him. The father longs to have his child believe that he has the light of his father's countenance upon him all the day. That if he sends the child away to school or anyway, or anywhere that necessity compels, it is with a sense of sacrifice of parental feelings. If it be so with an earthly father, what think you of God? Augustine says, to fall in love with God is the greatest of all romances. To seek him the greatest adventure. To find him the greatest achievement. Finally, C.S. Lewis reminds us, the Christian is in a different position from other people who are trying to do good. The Christian thinks any good he does comes from the Christ life inside him. He does not think God will love us because we are good, but that God will make us good because he loves us. We love because he first loved us. We love because he first loved us. Peace be with you.